the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by John Allworth. Compulsive behaviors and addictions are rampant in our society. People are in bondage to alcohol, drugs, pornography, codependent relationships, and more. If you or a loved one is stuck in the cycle of shame, guilt, and continued destructive behavior, keep listening. Recovery Radio Houston with Pastor John Allworth and Tony B. starts now. They'll take your calls and share how the healing power of a personal relationship with Christ saved them and can do the same for you or your loved ones. God wants you to walk into the light. Recovery Radio Houston is live. Good evening, Southeast Texas. This is Pastor John Allworth coming to you from Recovery Radio Houston. You know, God wants you to know that no matter what you've done, no matter where you've been, No matter where you find yourself tonight, He loves you, He has forgiven you, His grace is sufficient for you, and He has a mighty purpose for your life. If you or someone you care about is suffering under the bondage of addiction, please join us on a journey of spiritual awakening. I'm here with my co-host, Tony B., and we are here to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Good evening, Tony. Good evening, Pastor. Ready for another week of wonderful recovery. Well, you know, we're live on Facebook, on our Facebook page, Recovery Radio Houston. Uh, on you can Facebook. follow us live on there right now. Yeah, well, we're here to share our strength, hope, and experience to provide recovery resources. We've got lots of recovery resources. We're going to give you our phone number and our email in just one second. But we're really here to let you know that there is one who can break any chain of bondage, and that is Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Father, we come to you tonight with a spirit of hope and with great humility. Thank you, Jesus. And we thank you for your grace, forgiveness, and the strength you provide to those who seek you. Yes. Father, reach out and touch the hearts and the ears of the people out there that need help and those that need to help others and lead, lead them to you, the, the answer, the one answer that, that is true freedom. That's Jesus Christ. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Well, Tony, uh, let me give the number out first. Our phone number is 1-800-808-5548. 1-800-808-5548. We want you to call if if you want us to pray for you. We want you to call if you would like us to pray for someone you know that's struggling. We want you to call if you would like advice for yourself or for someone that's struggling. You know, you don't have to give your, you can call anonymously. You can give us a, a pseudonym or, or you don't have to give us your name if you want to be anonymous. We also have uh, a recovery resource guide that we'd love to share with you. You can you can get that at recoveryradiohouston at outlook.com. 
That's Recovery Radio Houston at Outlook.com. And I also posted it to our Facebook page right before the show. Good job. Good job. So let me give the number out again, 1-800-808-5548. We've had people call that are curious about the Lord. We've had people call that, um, that you know, are, have people in prison that have struggled with addiction, that need prayer. Marriage um, relationships last week. Last week was powerful with the, with the lady that called about her husband and their marriage. We do. You know, we have already got a call. Let's take it. Uh, sure. Line one. Hello, Mrs. Groves. Good evening, everyone. Um, I want prayer for um, my father-in-law who's out there lost um, and addicted to drugs. He's 61 years old, and hes um, I know he's in bad health. And the last time I seen him, um, it's been a while, but his legs were swollen and all purple. And I just, I know that he's lost, and, and the drugs have gotten a hold of him. And I just ask for prayer for him. And what's your father-in-law's name? His name is David Mitchell Gross. Okay, David, we're going to pray. God knows who he is and where he is. Yeah, let's pray we're, for him right now. We're going to pray for him. Father God, we come to you and we lift up your servant, David. You Thank know, you Father, he, he is lost just as, as we were lost at one point in time. Father, you are the great healer. You are the great redeemer. There is nothing impossible under God, Father, for you. There is nothing impossible where it looks impossible for us. It looks impossible for man. There's nothing impossible for you. We ask that you soften David's heart and, and that you, you show him where his strength lies. We ask that, that, that you lead him to a faith-based recovery or the 12-step system or somewhere just to get him on a spiritual journey where he can change. Because you are the great healer. You are the great physician. Father, wherever he is, touch his heart right now. Father, tell him that we're praying for him, that he's got family that loves him, and that most of all, you love him more than we can possibly imagine. Father, lead him to to true reconciliation with you. And, you know, you can kick those drugs, Father. You are stronger than any drug or any influence out there. Father, we just ask that you lift him up, that you, that you lead him to a church. Get, put it on his heart right now that he go to a church, that he find a good recovery meeting, Father, and that, it, that, he, that he seek the peace that surpasses all understanding, Father God. We ask that you heal his body from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 Thank you. I want to say hello to my husband, Sean Gross. He's at the wind unit. I just want to tell him that I love him. I know he's listening. So thank you guys for all that you do. That's awesome, Mrs. Gross. Thank you so much for calling. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Sean, you know, you've got an opportunity there in prison. You've got an opportunity to to find the Lord and to lead others to the Lord. You know, that's really what recovery is about. But you cross the threshold when you start helping other people. Exactly. You cannot keep what you don't give away. That's right. And when you start helping other people, Sean, you're in there in prison and there are people that are hurting, that are lost. But God, there's always a second chance with God. That's right. There's always a second chance. Tony and I are living testament to that. If we can do it, anybody can do it. You you are overcomers by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Sean, I, I just want you to know that, you know, God's forgiven you for whatever mistake puts you there. He's forgiven everybody there in that in that cell, and he wants to reach you. He wants no man to perish. He wants to to find you, and he wants you to find his love. And you've got an opportunity to minister to people in there. Exactly. That, and that, I was just about to say, there's no better time to start than now. Oh, there start is. a Bible study right there in the jail, and or that, wherever you're at. That's amazing. You know, Tony, it's amazing. We're talking about healing. That man out there that's 61 years old, mm. you know, his his mind is, has been altered. His his body has been altered. 
but Jesus heals. And touch that in an instant. God, God made us as, as self-healing organisms. That's right. And when we turn to him, um, you know, they've done studies with brain scans. And, and after three months, six months, and then 12 months, the brain begins to light up again. Yeah, the way amazing? God made us, yeah. yeah. And so the Bible tells us joy comes in the morning, and, and it's true. Well, Tony, we've had a good opening. We've let the audience know a little bit about us. We've had some incredible guests on. We've kicked off the show. But now it's time to roll up our sleeves and get to work. Let's get to work. Yeah. Today we're going to start going through the biblical basis for the 12 steps, because you and I both believe in both secular recovery and faith-based recovery. And the truth of the matter is that secular recovery is grounded in faith. Exactly. (laughs) So uh, we're going to start today with steps one through three. We're going to get as far as we can, and then we're going to pick up again next week. So we also uh, want to talk to you tonight about... If you're struggling about the practical steps of beginning a journey to sobriety, where, where do you start, Tony? What's practical? The practical uh, way to start is to realize that you're powerless. I mean, that's I know that's true. what secular teaches you is that you have to realize that you are powerless over whatever you were addicted to and that your lives have, be, have become unmanageable, that all this talk that, that we as men especially, that we want to, we have to manage things, we have to control things, we have to be the author of everything because we go out there and we work hard and we bring home the bacon. So we want to be able to manage everybody and everything around us. And the truth of the matter is, is that without God in our lives, we're completely powerless. That's right. If you want to learn more about this, call us at 1-800-808-5548. And again, if you want a recovery resource guide for any problem, any addiction, any stronghold that you're struggling with, you can look at it on our Facebook page, Recovery Radio Houston uh, on Facebook, or you can email us at recoveryradiohouston at outlook.com uh, for that re- resource guide. So what you just talked about, Tony, um, let's get into this. You know, the 12 Steps has a Christian background. I don't know if, ever, you know, there's some people in the faith community that resist the 12 Steps, but I think if they understood more about it, they really wouldn't. Well, Bill Wilson had a uh, extremely, extremely powerful God experience, and uh, the way he was brought into that, he he caught a lot of fire at first in the group that he started. Um, that they felt that he was being too pushy, too uh, what's the word, prophesize? How he was always just bringing his faith to the forefront. And the reality of the situation even today is that a lot of people that uh, come into recovery. They don't have a very basic conception of God. Yeah. They, 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 they have religion is what they have. And what, what needs to be learned in secular recovery is that it's a spiritual program. It's not a religion. Um, well, you know, even going back before Bill Wilson, well, Bill Wilson himself was part of what's called the Oxford Group. The Oxford Group. Yes, and that was a Christian organization. And at the time, the concepts embraced by, I'm reading here, at the time, the concepts embraced by the Oxford Group were revolutionary. No hierarchy. No temples, no endowments, no salaries, no workers, just God's plan. Yeah. <laughs> now, if that's not biblically based, uh, let me know. And it was simply a group of people from all walks of life who surrendered their lives to God. And that's what you talked about. Because step one is we admitted we were powerless over, it could be anything, alcohol, mm-hmm. drugs, cocaine. Donuts. Uh, gambling. It could be donuts. I'm yeah. still powerless over donuts. Well, we'll talk about that later. But uh, gambling, uh, it could be anything. And that our lives had become unmanageable. Yeah. And, 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 that's, and that's hard for us to hear. 
Yeah. That was very hard for I mean, I can manage my life, but meanwhile, I was so out of control. There was no management. I, I really had to learn what manageability was. Well, that's where, that's where you started with pride, because we are taught in our society that we can handle all our own problems. Right. That we're supposed to handle all our own problems. Be a big boy. Be a man. Pull, pull up your britches and go to work. There you go. <laughs> but the Bible tells us in Proverbs sixteen eighteen, it said pride, it says, pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. Now, never were more truer words uh, written. Of course, everything in the Bible is true because it's directly from God. And that is, uh, th- that is so true. It was true in my life. It was my pride that, and we've talked about this before, Tony. Um, it was my pride that caught me, step, stopped me from getting help. And what the, the thing about it is, is, is that I was so hung up on my pride and what I was doing in life that I thought, oh my gosh, I can't seek help. I can't go to rehab because if I do, then everybody will know I have a problem. There's the fear. Yeah. And hello, everybody already knew I had a problem. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, and everyone embraced me. That's, that's the thing about God's love. It's reflected in people. And when you start to get help, man, the love and that you feel is overpowering. So if you're out there tonight and you're, you're afraid, you're fearful, as Tony just said. Mm-hmm. You don't know what to do. I'm telling you, people will react to you completely differently once you admit that you've got a problem and that you need help. It will change your life. God will continue to put people in front of you to help. And from a practical standpoint, the, what you do is you walk into an AA meeting. You walk into an NA meeting. Right. You walk into a church. You go where people – and, you know, we've got a resource guide that, that's got – places for every single type of stronghold that you could possibly think of and people that want to love on you and help. That's what God does. He puts people out there to love on us and help. And, uh, you know, one of the most powerful things I learned in in AA was that it wasn't so much my drinking. It was about my thinking. Yeah. And who's the one who has all power to change my mind? Yeah, that's right. So if I adapt a, a spiritual program that focuses on a relationship with God, that changes my thinking. Yeah, Romans twelve two. Don't be because the real the real power powerlessness of the whole thing is that I don't have control of my own thinking. No, you that's don't. my that's my downfall. My 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 thinking is centered only solely around myself and what I think I can do, and I don't allow God to come in and work. You know, one of the great places to start in the Bible, um, if you want to see about God's plan for you in recovery, is the Book of Romans. Because Paul wrote, uh, I mean, particularly chapter 6 through 10, read like a recovery manual. Mm-hmm. Paul said in Romans six sixteen, he said, don't you realize that you become a slave to whatever you choose to obey? You know, that is so true in addiction. That becomes the most important thing in our lives. We put that ahead of our families. We put that ahead of our jobs. We put that ahead of our relationships. And most importantly, it separates us from God. That becomes the most important thing. So if you're out there and you feel like you're a slave to something that you are choosing to obey, I want you to know that there's help. I want you to call us at 1-800-808-5548. And like Mrs. Groves, if you've got somebody in your family or somebody that you work with or somebody that you care about, uh, we're here to help. We're here to pray for you, and we're here to to give you some direction. That's one 800 808 5548. Did I ever tell you how my recovery was what's the word? How how much more I bought into my recovery was because of a radio program. Did I ever tell you that story? No, you didn't. I was driving from uh the rehab I was staying at to an AA meeting. 
And I was, you know, I had lost my wife. I had lost my kids. My marriage was on, on the quick road to divorce. But I knew that my wife, being a woman of faith as she was, that she was always she was always telling me how she was praying for me. I never listened. And she listened to uh, Christian music, and I couldn't stand it. You know what I mean? And I was driving, and I was at a particular fragile point that day. And I was just praying to God for a sign that something was going to be better, that, that there was hope in the situation. And wouldn't you know it, that I had taken the challenge from the Christian radio station uh, to listen to it for 30, 90, or 60 days, wherever it was. And I had been listening to it other than the secular music I always listened to. And suddenly, over the radio, there was a dedication to a song by Sanctus Real called Lead Me, which is about a father that, uh, a family, a wife and kids that was crying out to the father to lead them as Christ wanted to, um, to be the head of the household that uh, that he was supposed to be instead of being about the money and the success and and chasing worldly clamors. And suddenly this voice on the radio comes through and says, well, this song is sent out to Tony from Robin. (laughs) He's out there right now, and they're separated, and she just wants to send this out to him to uh, offer some hope or something along that lines. And the song came on play. And to this day, I wish we could put the song on now. Um, It was so meant for me at that moment. I had to pull over, and I just started crying uncontrollably. I'll never, ever forget that from that moment on, the hope that I experienced and the new level that my recovery shot to that point shot up to at that point was unbelievable. So the radio, uh, and that's why I feel like you know it's it's so so God, it's so God like that. I'm, we're doing this now, and that we could affect somebody in the same way that it was it affected. Me. Isn't it incredible how God works? Yeah. So to reset for our audience out there, we're we're going through the biblical basis for the 12 steps tonight. And we're here to pray for people and we're here to provide recovery resources at 1-800-808-5548. That's 1-800-808-5548. If you need advice or counsel, or if you want to tell us a story about uh, a victory that you've had in recovery, like Tony just told. Testimonies welcome. Testimony that might help somebody. (laughs) Please give us a call tonight at 1-800-808-5548. Tony, let's talk about, you know, it's scary. I, I see this in the recovery community all the time. And everybody that's a newcomer, they almost always say how afraid they are when they walk in the room the first time. Mm. So, you know. The long walk for the desire chip. <laughs> but, yeah, no kidding. Yeah. The long walk for the desire chip. But, you know, when you get in there, you know, people will embrace you. Oh, yeah. Because everyone loves a meeting when a newcomer comes in. Because they remember their first time. They do, and it gives them a chance to talk about. See, that's what people don't understand, that the newcomers get help from the people that are there and that have long levels of sobriety. Long, But the people with sobriety get help from the newcomer. Right. Because, number one, we get to have empathy for that person. Right. And that's a very important part of, of recovery is, is helping others and having empathy. Number two, frankly, it reminds us of where we were. Gratitude. Yeah, gratitude, and and it gives us strength that we don't want to go back. Right. Um, but and it just just being able to help somebody is so much part of the process. That is so much more rewarding than the selfishness of addiction. Oh yeah, it, it really is. It's so wonderful. You know, the Bible says when Paul is is discussing in Second Corinthians uh, how he delights in weaknesses. He says, "For when I am weak, then you are strong." Yeah. That's 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 what um, that's what allows um, 
God to work in your life is when you cry out to him. That's what God wants, man. He wants you He wants you to know that he's the father that's there to love you. He wants you to rely on him. We've got a call. Um, let's, let's take line one from Angela. Angela, how are you this evening? Oh, I'm doing fine. Um, I just want to say that, that my husband and I were both um, addicts for oh, around 10 years. And the one thing that helped us so one thing that helped us to recovery was my husband going into rehab and um, turning his life over to God. Because once he did that, um, I kind of followed suit. And so sometimes, you know, the man is, you know, the leader of the house. And so sometimes if he takes that step, it can help his whole family. Because what's at the head kind of trickles down and affects the whole family. And so... Um, and so that's just something that really helped us is when the head of the household started getting it together, everyone followed. And now everyone in my family is, is saved. It's, um, it's just, it's helped, it's helped both um, my children, it's helped everything for the head of the household to start doing the right thing. So I just wanted to just, you know, this is just something to, you know, that. It's a wonderful word of encouragement for somebody. That's a wonderful word of encouragement for somebody. Yeah, you know that really, really, really helped us. More, helped us more than anything is for my husband, someone that you know, because as long as he was partying, I was partying too. But once he decided to get straight and find Christ, I did the same. So that's all. What, you know the Bible. And I, love, and I love what you guys are doing out there. I really, really do. This, this show's great. Well, thank you, thank you, Angela. I appreciate it. You know the Bible tells us that men are to be the spiritual head of the household. Yeah, and and there's no question about it. You know, so. On the one hand, you know, if you're out there and you're not, and you're you're stuck in addiction, um, you, you got to look at what you're doing to your family, you know. And uh, we can both attest in in our marriages and in our household when we when God changed us because God's what changed us. Mm-hmm. The whole family dynamics changes. You know, uh, we were both separated at one point from our wives, right. and you know, they're they're, they're not going to follow us when we're not acting God, like godly no, men. They're not, but when when we begin to turn our lives over to Christ, you know, he is truly a miracle worker. <laughs> I mean, my life is, is so different today. Well, you know, in fact, Tony, um, March 1st, Sunday nights in the Heights. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's tomorrow. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're starting a church, my wife and I are, and uh, with our New Covenant family, it's called New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. And, um, you know, it's also uh, the, the, you know, books have subtitles. The subtitle of this might be Recovery Church. So we encourage everybody out there. We're, we're there to, to help lead people to be obedient and to help lead people to the power that can transform lives. So please join us at 240 West 18th Street, 77008 in the Heights. We're partnering with the uh, Heights Presbyterian Church. Uh, they've just been so gracious and so wonderful. They're having service in the mornings. We're having service at 6 p.m. Sunday nights in the Heights, 6 p.m. Can't wait. 240 West 18th Street. It's 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 going to be wonderful. It's amazing what God does. We have a prayer request on our Facebook page from Michelle. Uh, she says, say a prayer for my beautiful daughter, Rebecca, please. She's sober and on the right track, just needs a place to live and a job. Father God, we lift up Rebecca and, and, you know, Father, you know what she's been through. And Father, we are, we are just so thankful for the miracle that you've already done in her life, that she is sober and that she is seeking you. 
Father God, we ask that you open doors to to give her a good job, uh, to give her a place to live, Father God. And most of all, we we ask for the strength that she continue to seek you and continue to stay sober because, Father, your word says when we seek the kingdom first, then all else will follow. And we just thank you for Rebecca. We thank you for her mother that loves her so much, for Michelle, and for that she's asking for prayer. And we just lift her up as a community of believers that, that you know, and encourage her that you're going to take care of her and everything's going to be all right because she is loved. She's loved by family. She's loved by her church. And most of all, she's loved by you. We pray for this strength in Jesus' mighty name. Jesus' Amen. name. You know, it's it's something how reading that and and hearing your prayer that, of course, we, we want her to get a place to live and a job and all that stuff. But I remember how important it was for me to learn that all these good things that God is going to provide for me as I go along is so much more fulfilling and enriching in my life as my relationship with him grows. Yes. And and it's almost like, you know, it's not like God's dangling a carrot in front of us, getting us to walk, but you, you learn to appreciate things so much more in your life when you see where they come from and they come from that one-on-one relationship that you have with God. Not like God's only going to reward you if you relate to him because God will put things in your life whether you're ready or not sometimes, sure but the, you, you, you enjoy them and appreciate them and, and, and are so much more of a beacon of light to attract other people to him if you really know where they're coming from through that relationship with him. Amen. So my, my addition to that prayer is that, is that Rebecca keeps growing in him and then enjoy the fruits of that. All else will follow. All else all will follow. All, all else will follow. You know, I, I want to go back a little bit. Again, we're, we're going through the biblical scriptural basis for the 12 steps, and uh, we're here at 1-800-808-5548. I want to focus a little bit more on this first step. We admitted we were powerless over alcohol, drugs, pornography, whatever it is, and that our lives had become unmanageable. This is really a personal one to me, Tony, because as I've shared on here before, um, my mother died at 62 of, of liver failure. And um, she got sober the first time that, that um, she realized she was, she was ill and, and uh, she had the DTs and she began having hallucinations and it scared her. Mm-hmm. And she got sober for two years, but then she went to New Orleans on a business trip and everybody was having a drink. So she had one and, and we never got her sober. Like, I, I can't recall my sister and I were talking about this if it was seven or eight rehabs later. But she never accepted the first step. She never accepted the first step. We admitted that we were powerless. You have to come to grips with the fact that you are powerless over whatever is making you a slave. And a key part of that, as we discussed, was this pride issue, particularly, well, for everybody, but for men too. Because the Bible tells us in Matthew twenty three twelve, it says, for whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. Amen. You have to humble yourself Right. enough to ask for help and it truly will be the best thing that you ever did i'm just i just i want god's message to reach out to people out there you don't have to live the way you are you know if you've got a relative they don't have to live the way they are there is help and there's help by coming to jesus christ but there's help by joining a 12-step program and and, and beginning to work it and and people are going to love you in those meetings. It's it's really not as scary as it seems. And, and, you know, one of the biggest lessons I learned, too, in recovery is I, I never knew how to win until I experienced loss. 
Yeah. And sometimes what we see is what we think of the way we think of loss is something so detrimental and it's so devastating and it, the enemy wants to hold us down in that depression and that, and that anguish. You know, sometimes losing something is good. <laughs> I mean, don't you have to prune a tree for it to grow better? Tony, I cannot yeah. believe you just said that because when I, the things that happened to me that I thought were the worst, when I started losing things, right. that was the beginning of the road to recovery, exactly. man. And All road. those things I held yeah. on to so tightly. <laughs> Well, well, things that I needed to let go of so I could get better things. And, and it, you know, it, it woke me up, finally. I came to my senses, as it says in the, in the story of the prodigal son. God's going to do things, to. He's going to keep trying. He's right. never going to give up on you. You know, he leaves the 99 to go get the one. He's never, ever going to give up on you. And he's going to keep giving you opportunities. And you just have to wake up one day and realize, hey, man, God's telling me something. It's time to change. And he has the power to change. You know, but... It, it's it's not easy. Uh, Paul also said in Romans uh, 7.18, he said, I know that nothing good lives in me. That is my sinful nature. That's, you know, we want to satisfy the flesh. Right. There's a continual war between the flesh and the spirit. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. That's why you need his help. Paul also said, for I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do. This I keep on doing. And until we really embrace Christ in a Christ-based recovery, we gonna, we're going to continue that. We're going to continue that. And there's only one that, can, that has the power to change that. And we're going to get into the steps two and three after the break and, uh, and, and talk about those. But call us at 1-800-808-5548 if you'd like to visit with us. If you'd like prayer, you can call us anonymously. You don't have to give us your name if you want us to pray for somebody else. Uh, that's what we're here for. We're here to help. We want you to, we want you to know that God wants to help you, and and we want to help you tonight. Well, it's been a pretty. You know, I missed you last week, man. Oh, I missed you. I, missed I, I gotta admit, it was really nice to sit in your seat, though. <laughs> it was. I, I felt pretty cool. You know, we dimmed the lights and we made it like all kind of cool in here. But uh, it's really good to have you back. Thank I, you. I really enjoy doing this with you. We are here at 1-800-808-5548. That's 1-800-808-5548. Recovery Radio Houston on Facebook Live. We'll be back.
welcome back to Recovery Radio Houston. We are here to help you. We are here to provide advice and counsel. We are here to pray for you. We are here to, you know, just 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 help you through this difficult time. If you're out there struggling with addiction, I know it's it seems dark right now, but there is one who has all the light, and that's Jesus Christ. Uh, you know, we just we just want to tell you that you don't have to live the way you are. And, it, and if you've got somebody that in your household or s- somebody that you know, somebody that you love, somebody at work that needs help, give us a call. We'd love to pray with you or give you advice. If you've got somebody in prison that needs prayer that's listening tonight, we'd love to pray for them. Uh, we just we just want to shout from the mountaintops. That's why we started this radio show, um, that, that there's a better way to live, that there is, that you don't have to live in bondage. You really don't. I know it seems difficult, but you don't have to do it. There is an answer, and we can help. You know, we just we're just here to be obedient, to point you in the right direction, because we're not the ones that are ultimately going to help you. No. He is. Yeah. I was just thinking that song uh, through through you, all things are possible. How's it yeah, going? That's right. That's pretty close. I can so, do all things. It's you who gives me strength. So call us at one eight hundred eight zero eight five five four eight one eight hundred eight zero eight five five four eight. We also have a recovery resource guide that's posted on our Facebook page. We're streaming live on Facebook, as a matter of fact, right now. Um, and we can also email it to you, recoveryradiohouston at outlook.com, recoveryradiohouston at outlook.com. And we want you to know you don't, you don't have to give your name if you want to be anonymous. Uh, we understand. You know, most 12-step programs are anonymous. Um, so, you know, just, just, just give us a call, and, and uh, we'll pray for you. We've got a call on line one. Um, Lily, good good evening, Lily. How are you? Yes, I'm speaking for Lily because Lily's a little bit shy, but um, but she asked me um if y'all could please pray for her mommy and her daddy. Um, their names are Bridget and Leon, and they're um, she loves them and she just she wants them to get better, and um. And so if y'all could please pray for her. All right. Parents, well, well, we don't. We, thank you. Thanks for calling for Lily. Um, and, you know, it's so sweet that she wants to pray for her parents. Uh, we don't know what her parents are going through, but God does. They're, they're going through. Yeah, they're going through some addiction issues. Okay. Well, we're going to pray for her right now. Um, thanks for calling in. Um, Father God, we just lift up uh, Bridget and Leon, wherever they are. And you know what they're dealing with. You know, you know what issues they have. You know, you know what problems they have. And Father, you know that that there is one answer, and that is you. We ask that you soften their hearts. We ask that you that you reach them. You we ask that that you continue to strengthen them. That they continue to walk a, a road that that leads to recovery. They've got obviously a, a little girl that loves them very much, and I'm sure they've got other people in their family that love them. But most importantly, you love them, and you're there with open arms to welcome them, uh, to to comfort them, to encourage them. You know, when Jesus left, um, Lord, you said that you would send the Holy Spirit to encourage and to comfort and to guide us. Holy Spirit, we just ask that you enter into their lives and that that you guide them into not only sobriety, but one step further, into the abundant life that Christ promised and into the peace that surpasses all understanding. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So... One last time, Tony, I want to talk about, uh, we've got a church starting. Uh, it's starting tomorrow night. I'm going to be preaching tomorrow night. In fact, I'm preaching on the transformational uh, 
power of a relationship with Jesus Christ. We're going to talk about the transformation of Paul and other people that have been transformed in the Bible and how those miracles occur today, and they can occur in your life Absolutely. as they've incurred, occurred in our lives. We are a non-denominational church, a New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. Uh, we're partnering with the Presbyterian Church there at 240 West 18th Street, but we're non-denominational. We're a spirit-filled church, and uh, we're asking for uh, people to join us at 240 West 18th Street in the Heights. At uh, The zip code is 77008. Uh, if you'd like to find Christ, if you'd like to learn more about Christ, if you'd like to deepen your walk, or if you'd like to be a disciple and a fisher of men, we invite you to come out. It's a, a church about recovery because everyone is recovering from something. So please join us tomorrow at 6 p.m. at uh, New Covenant Church, uh, Greater Heights, 240 West 18th Street, uh, 77008. All right, we are, Tony, we're talking about the, the 12 steps. And we're talking about the scriptural basis for the 12 steps. And we are encouraging people to get into recovery. Uh, run to recovery. Is, is what, <laughs> Jump on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Run to recovery because it will change your life. You got to start some someplace. Some people start in um, in secular reco- what's called secular recovery in 12 steps. And they begin a spiritual journey. And through that spiritual journey, they find God and yeah. they find Jesus Christ. So we went through the first step, which is we admitted we were powerless over alcohol, drugs, gambling, pornography, whatever it may be, and that our lives had become unmanageable. You know, I'm not I'm not too proud now to admit that that's where I was, you know. Oh, I'm, I, I'm definitely not too proud because if I didn't realize where I was, I wouldn't be where I am. That's exactly right. You got to do it, folks. You got to do it. You got to admit that you're powerless and that you need help. And it's so hard for people, but it is so worthwhile. I just can't even tell you. So once you once you do that, then we go to step two. And this is, you know, these first three, I mean, they are the building blocks. Oh, uh, absolutely. How do you characterize the first three? Well, I mean, uh, reading the rest of them, after we admit we're powerless, that's the uh, admittance. We admit. Okay. okay. And then we come to believe that a power greater than ourselves, being Jesus, of course, could restore us to sanity. That's the submit part. Okay. We admit we're powerless, then we submit to submit to God. And then we realize in, uh, after the second step starts to work, even though even before you totally throw yourself into it, you start to see the miracle starting. And that's when you commit. You make a decision to turn your will and your life over to the care of God. Um, so admit, submit, and then commit. With all those chips in the middle. Magical. It's unbelievable. Transformative. It will change your life. We've got a call on, on line one from Elaine. Elaine, how are you this evening? Well, you pretty much just answered my question because I was I was thinking that because so many people say that we use recovery as a scape and, 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 and our Christianity or our belief in God as a scapegoat. And you know, others want to say if you're really a Christian or you really believe in God, you wouldn't have these issues. But I, too... And I'm an addict and uh, alcoholic and shopaholic and all of these other things too. And I've committed my life to God and to my Jesus, and I know that I've been saved and rescued, and it's like to Him that I I have been able to find recovery. But I mean, it was so hard. I, I have a hard time getting others to understand this only through Christ that I live today, Amen. and Amen. that I have a disease and an illness. 
And so you pretty much answered my question because it's only that if I can explain to them that, you know, that it's not me getting them to understand it, them acknowledging themselves that they have a problem like I had to do for myself. Well, I think the big and, misconception, Elaine, if I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I want to say this before we go any further. The big mis- misconception on the secular end is that we're trying to push religion, and we're not. We're not at all. What Christian recovery is about is a spirituality. There is a spirituality involved in a one-on-one relationship with Jesus Christ that leads you down the, the road of recovery. Religion, and I have spurred a lot of controversy by saying this over the years, but to me, religion is man-made spirituality. We are not looking at something that where man is trying to tell you what to do. We are trying to lead you in a path to where God is going to guide your life. Amen. And there's a big difference there. So, Amen. I do agree. Well, Elaine, you know, somebody, go ahead. So many of us would say that we grew up. Oh, you know, I grew up into the church, and I did this in the church. But growing up in the church and having a personal relationship is two different things. Well, you know, so, uh, there's a, a man named Richard Rohr who's written some books, a book called Breathing Underwater. And the way he describes it is he says, People that are afraid to go to hell are religious. People that have been there and back are spiritual. There you go. <laughs> Amen. So, wow. Like that really, that What's would, his name? Richard who? Richard Rohr, R-O-H-R. The book is called Breathing Underwater, and it's a wonderful, uh, comp, which is what Tony and I are trying to do, is a fusion between recovery and the 12 steps and a true spiritual journey with Jesus Christ at the center. And you know what you said, Elaine, is, is so real because— you know, we've all fallen short of the glory of God, yep. and but some of us have a genetic predisposition towards addiction, and we have a disease, what you said. And when people would realize that, and, and there is a physician who can cure that disease, and his name is Jesus Christ. Amen. And so go, going through this 12-step program is a, is a spiritual journey, and it's, it, it is a path to authenticity and to curing that disease. Do, do you have anything else you want to share with us tonight, Elaine? No, sir. I am so glad that I finally have gotten to hear you guys and uh, and get some confirmation on my, what my thinking is. Well, God bless you, yeah. and so much. Thank you so much for being part of our program. And you know, you just said so well, so eloquently what we want to say to people uh, out there that that there is an answer, and and that answer is turning your life over to Christ. Thank you for calling tonight. Thank Elaine. you, Elaine. Good night. Thank God, you. God bless you. Good night. You. Good night. Okay. So that's a that's just you know just she summed it up that's that's really awesome so let's go back and and step one is we're powerless and she said that she had a disease she needed mm-hmm. help and then she came to believe step two came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity I needed to be restored how about you my friend <laughs> you know it's funny too that a lot of people have a problem the way the secular world puts a power greater than yourselves. And while there is a, a reasoning to kind of bring people along the God idea slowly, because a lot of times you shove God down people's throat, they really don't have a background in it, and they, they right away get uh, they get resistant towards it. But to think of it this way, that you have to give yourself to a power greater than yourself, because when you first get into recovery, the only power you really identify is yourself. Yeah. So <laughs> I really have to admit the fact that I am not the ultimate authority and the power in my life, that that one is God, because the book goes ahead to say, that one is God, may you find him now. Amen. You know, and that power that we're enslaved by is from the enemy. 
Yes, it is. And it, it is that drug. It is. He gets us where we're weak, whether it's pornography, drugs, alcohol, whatever. He enslaves us in that power. But there is a power greater than all over, power. The, the, the God, God, you know, let me tell you, folks, the spiritual battle's already been fought and won. Right. And Jesus Christ and, and God Almighty are the winners. And we need to, you know, I've seen so many people come into the recovery community that, that didn't have a relationship with God, mm-hmm. where we're a little bit resistant to it at first, right. but we're trying to find a path to have a better life. And they found Jesus Christ through recovery. And they're doing wonderful works in the kingdom right now. We're talking about pastors, evangelists, but also. Your friend in the open door mission, no? Well, yes. I mean, uh, he's wonderful. So, and we're going to talk about that in just a minute. Tommy yeah. Thompson, who runs, who runs uh, the open door mission, and it's an incredible program. So, um, that power is Jesus Christ, and you know, you can go to AA groups where um, that's kind of frowned on, and you can go to AA groups where everybody's talking about Jesus Christ with joy in their face. So, and and nobody can stop you from doing it. But here's here's the difference, uh, you know, from our perspective, Tony. I believe it, I can speak for you in this as well. There are people that go to AA and stay sober, and they do what we call in the recovery community white knuckle it. They stay dry. They stay dry. <laughs> and then they're not happy. They're not joyful. They're sober. And, you know, their life's probably better than when they were using or drinking or whatever it was. But they don't go. They don't have that. joy. They don't go to that next step. Yeah. They don't go to that next step where you have, where you can face. Because bad stuff, you know, just because you get sober doesn't mean everything's going to be roses. Well, it's like I said uh, a little while ago in the, in the first segment that it's not so much about my drinking, it's about my thinking. Yes. And so, you know, when when you have a relationship with Christ, when you take that next step, then you can handle the trials and tribulations exactly. because you know that you're leaning on him for, and not your own understanding, and he's going to carry you through. And when we actually go through these difficulties and emerge on the other side, that's when we're overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And that's where the book of James comes to fruition, when we take great joy, great joy in our tri- uh, tribulations. That's right. And the way, I, uh, the way I rationalized that to myself early was, wait a minute. So when difficulty comes in front of me, I should sit back and be anxious to watch God work to take it away. Yeah, it's, it is amazing. And we can help other people that right. are going through the same thing. You know, God does a purpose for everything God does. And when we go through things, he's using us uh, to, to, to help other people. You know, we got time maybe for one or two more phone calls at 1-800-808-5548. We've had some great calls tonight, but we've got time. We want you to join us. We want to pray for you. We want to help you. We want to lead you to the one who has all the answers. 1-800-808-5548. So step two, came to believe that Jesus Christ, a power greater than ourselves, could restore us to sanity. Because Jesus said in Matthew twenty-eight eighteen, 18, uh, before he, he said the Great Commission, he said, all authority or power is another word that is he means in the Greek when you read the Greek word for authority there. All power or authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Yep. That's what he said. So he's got, you know, folks, uh, you may be a heroin addict. You may be, it, it's not too big for God. You may think there's no answer, but there is. Your problem is not too big for God, and there are people out there that love you and want to help you. So Paul asks in Romans 7.24, um, he asks when he's talking about how he you know, does things he doesn't want to do and how the wages of sin are death and how he's a slave to whatever he chooses to obey, he says, he asks the question, who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? 
one answer there, my brother. <laughs> There's one answer there, and it's it's the Savior of the world, and that's Jesus Christ. I ask myself now, how many people have been at that point to where they want to be so free from that life that is dominated by sin and death that that is a very fragile tipping point for an alcoholic or an addict, yeah. especially when we're speaking about, like you mentioned a few minutes ago, the one that recovers partially, right? They stop. Right. They get some sober time. Yeah. But they're still miserable because they haven't had that freeing spiritual experience. That this is, that step two tipping point is so important. That's where accountability partners and sponsors and fellowship, that's why they say keep coming back. Don't leave before the miracle happens. Because so many people that stop at that point, well, you know what? The law is off my back. I'm back in good graces with the family. The job is liking me again now because I've stopped, so I can do this now. Mm-hmm. And that is so, so wrong to where you have to keep pushing through to that next step to where you have that freeing spiritual experience through Jesus Christ. I've seen a lot of people get stuck at that point and a lot of people not come back. Yeah, And uh, that, that's the reality of our situation here is that we're, we are in a life and death situation with recovery, that this is not just something where we're going down the street to read a couple books at the library and learn something. We're struggling to survive. So if you're out there and you're at that point right now, the Spirit is telling me right now to, to, to beg you, to plead with you, to please keep seeking. Please keep searching. Stay in prayer. Join the church. Get involved with the group. Be around like-minded people and keep seeking. You know, Tony, uh, one of the things I admire about what you do is that you are so involved in, in the 12-step community and, and the meetings that you go to. And when, you know, we've got a ministry we haven't even talked about tonight. Mm-hmm. We've got a ministry at, at um, New Covenant Church in Humble. That's the, the home church. New Covenant Church Greater Heights is the new church in the Heights. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've got a church where, you know, both you and I walked into and we got loved on. Mm-hmm. And we got embraced. And yeah. They didn't care where we were. They knew that we were new creations in Christ and they embraced us. They for, saw us coming for where they had come from. Well, yeah, they did. Yeah. They, they didn't judge us. And that's what we're called to do as Christians, not to judge each other, but to help each other. And so, you know, you bring people over all the time. Uh, and we like to say we're a bridge from the from the secular community in, in, into the, the body, body yeah. of the church, you know. Yeah. And you bring guys over, and some of them don't stay, but many of them do. Many of them do. You know, That's we, right. we, we know guys in our group, miracles in our group that, that have stayed and yeah. have, have become mighty warriors in the kingdom, not just – so that's what's – that's sad. You're, you're exactly right. Um, that that those people stop and don't realize the full abundant life that Christ wants for them. I'm going to give out the number one more time, 1-800-808-5548, 1-800-808-5548. We're going through the biblical basis for the 12 steps. Those 12 steps were divinely inspired. Yes. You know, they, they I've heard them once characterized as one of the greatest inventions of the 20th century, and they have changed lives, and they've led people on a spiritual path. You know, Romans chapter 8, verse 2 tells us, because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. And that's what you were just talking about. That's that ultimate freedom. That's that wonderful thing. And, you know, we've got to put aside the pride. Uh, Step one, we've got to admit we're powerless. We've got to humble ourselves. 
because Paul says, or Christ says to, to Paul, uh, when Paul was asking for that, that you know, he be freed from, from the thorn in his side in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9, God told him, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Mm. When we can admit that we need him. Where we are weak, he is strong. Everything changes, brother. Yeah. Everything changes. So, you know. Let's jump into step three because we're getting a little. We are getting yeah. to the time, yeah. Um, so, and this is, it, it, all these steps are crucial. Right. Yes, each one of we're them. We're at that tipping point now. Yeah, we're at that tipping point. That's good. We're, we're at that point where we're starting to feel the change. Things are starting to get better. But the critical part, and hopefully you've attained a good sponsor by now. Yeah. Is that now it's time to go all in. Let's talk about that. You 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 got You go in and you meet somebody that you're comfortable with, right? And you get a sponsor, and they're going to help you through this program. Another word for a mentor, a yeah. closed mouth friend, is how the big book puts and, it. And you don't just read these steps and say, "Oh, cool." There's there are books out there. For example, uh, there's a book called the a, a Gentle Guide through the Twelve Steps. Oh, there's work uh, within each of the twelve steps. Yeah, it's not just a one, two, three. Thing. There, there's all kinds of, of of guidelines, and so you get a sponsor, mm-hmm. and you work. Through, for example, I just worked through somebody with step one, and we worked through sixty pages of workbook. You know, <laughs> wow, you're a strict teacher. <laughs> yeah, I am. Well, you know, we, we the in the recovery community we have a saying, and and that is, without God, I can't. Right. But without me, God won't. Exactly. You know, I I don't want to fool folks out there. You got to want it. <laughs> you got to put in the work. But if you do, it will transform your life. And another another uh, crucial part of going into step three is directly illustrated here in Luke nine twenty three. If anyone would come after me, in other words, follow follow Jesus, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. So in order to come after Jesus, you need to. Deny yourself everything you think that you need. Like Peter dropped the nets and walked after him, right? And for people, especially very early in recovery, that's a tall order. That's an extremely tall order. You're talking about a life totally lived on self-sufficiency, a delusionary way of thinking to where you're the beginning and the end all of everything. And now all of a sudden, yeah, I've got a little uh, thing going on here. But now you want me to just drop everything and be a Christ follower. That That's a tall order for some people. But the, here's the miracle in that, is that if you're following, if you're going to meetings, if you're reading your literature, and if you're interacting with the right sponsor, there's someone that's going to coach you along, and you go by what worked for him. Right. If we don't lead each other. Strength, hope, and experience. Exactly. Paul said, Paul, who, who one of the incredible apostles wrote, you know, uh, 14 books in the Bible, said he had to die daily. Right. We have to deny ourselves. That's probably my favorite scripture in the and, Bible. And just by the like way. The, bo- the big book says, this is only a daily reprieve. Right. We have to start over every single morning. I want to say one more thing, and that is, for you're out there and, and you think you're lost and you think there's no hope, in Mark 2.17 Jesus said, it is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. He came for us, folks. He came to help us. He came to save us. Hey, it's been great, Tony. It's been great. And uh, let's remember tomorrow night, the first night of New Covenant, Greater Heights. Services are at 7 p.m. or 6 6 p.m. 6 p.m. We look forward to seeing you. Please come join us. Also, our main campus at uh, 901 Wilson Road, New Covenant Church. We have our Break Every Chain Ministry, seven six forty five on Friday nights. Keep joining us here at Recovery Radio Houston. Follow us on Facebook at Recovery Radio Houston. 
and join us next week at 9 p.m. Thank you. God bless and be safe. God bless you. This is Pastor John Allworth, and you've been listening to Recovery Radio Houston. Listen again next Saturday at 9 o'clock and call us with questions or just for prayer for you or a loved one. Our podcast is also available at kkht.com. And join us beginning March 1st, Sunday nights in the Heights. I'm honored to be the senior pastor at New Covenant Church, Greater Heights, 240 West 18th Street, 77008. Our services will be at 6 p.m. Sunday nights in the Heights. Please join us. We're a spirit-filled church, and there's no place better to recover than with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God bless you all, and join us again next Saturday night at 9 p.m.